Hello, everybody, and welcome to the CircuitPython Weekly for April 22nd, 2019. Uh, we gather here every week to talk about what we've been doing over the past week um, and talk about what we will be doing uh, and just discuss everything that's going on. Um, our topic is CircuitPython, which is Python that runs on microcontrollers, which are very tiny computers. Um, CircuitPython is designed to lower the barrier for entry to programming and electronics. Uh, and we, uh, we put a lot of effort into bringing uh, new people in, bringing beginners in, uh, and providing a platform where it's really easy to learn, uh, to learn how to program and to learn how to work with electronics. We have this meeting uh, almost every week on Mondays uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, on uh, When we have U.S. holidays um, or various other things, uh, every once in a while we will move the meeting or skip it. Um, I point this out because in two weeks we will not be having the meeting as all of us will be at PyCon, so May 6th. Uh, we will not be having um, a meeting and we won't be moving it either. We'll just be skipping a week. Um, so pay attention to the CircuitPython channel on Discord and we'll keep you apprised of those changes. Um, speaking of Discord, that is where we host this meeting. Um, we have it uh, in the CircuitPython uh, uh, audio chat um, and the meeting is recorded. We put the meeting up on YouTube once it's over and also on most podcast services. So if you are more into podcasts, um, this will be available there. The audio will be available there as well. So you can um, listen to that. And if you find that it's not on your particular favorite podcast service, let us know so we can get that fixed up. Um, I'm Katni. I'm sponsored by Adafruit to work on CircuitPython. Um, and uh, this week, I obviously am running this meeting. This meeting is in multiple parts. Uh, the first part is community news, where we talk about what's going on in the community. The second part is the state of CircuitPython and the libraries, which is a statistical overview of CircuitPython um, as a whole, the project. And then uh, we talk about the core and the libraries separately. Um, the next part is hug reports, which is a chance to call people out for doing something good. Um, the part after that is status updates. And both hug reports and status updates are done in a round robin where we will, I will start and we'll go down the list alphabetically and then loop back around and give everybody a chance to um, give us their hug reports and status updates. And the last part is we call lovingly call in the weeds, which is for more long form discussions, um, something that doesn't fit into status updates or hug reports. Um, if you have something for In the Weeds, feel free to post it into the CircuitPython uh, Discord text chat. Uh, we'll get it into the notes and we will talk about it at the end. Um, and I think that about covers it. So the first thing we will do is go to Phil with Community News. Hello, everybody. Hello. Okay, uh, first up, because folks have asked, um, and we'll be doing some posts later, the thousands of boards that we are preparing with uh, DigiKey for PyCon are going to be shipping. So that is what I'm about to do once I get off this uh, wonderful weekly video chat. And there's also a fun little video of us testing, so you can see how each one was tested each time. Um, other news? This is good for the folks who get asked a lot, where do we point people if they want to learn CircuitPython in a variety of ways? Sometimes they want to learn Python from reading a book. Sometimes they want to learn Python from taking online course. Sometimes they want a block editor that then could go into um, text later. So EduBlocks has a new version. Um, it looks fantastic. And there's a special CircuitPython mode. So I put the link in the chat. It's eduBlocks.org. Um, next up, this is another handy thing for the community members. We're also often asked like, hey, like, is there a, a section that has all the guides for say the Pi Portal or a section that has all the guides for whatever Python powered hardware is out there? Now there is. So each product ID can be listed um, 
in the learn system and all the guides will show up. So a lot of people are like, oh, I've got the itsy bitsy that's optimized for CircuitPython and someone was asking for help or I need help with it. All the guides show up. And then uh, last up, um, in the news, Hackspace number 18 came out. You'll see a lot of folks from the community in there. And this month, um, issue 18, there's a six-page article on getting started with CircuitPython. That was, uh, we didn't know about this. This is a surprise for us, but it's uh, it's excellent. There's a PDF you can download. You can um, uh, chop that up and just have that particular uh, PDF if you needed to send it to someone. And if you're um, into 2600 Hacker Quarterly, they have a Pi Portal project. So um, lots of CircuitPython in the news and more. You'll see all this in a newsletter tomorrow, uh, this week on Ask an Engineer in our CircuitPython section, and hug reports to everyone who's here and all the um, Adafruit team members who are wrapping up the uh, thousands of Circuit Playground expresses, and if you see DigiKey in any way, shape, or form, whether it be social media or in chats or in person, tell them thanks. They um, help make this happen for thousands of people at PyCon to get a Circuit Playground Express running Circuit Python for all attendees. And that is the community news. Thank you very much, Phil. Bye. All right. Next up, we have the state of Circuit Python. Uh, and the libraries. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the project overall. Um, overall, we had 18 pull requests merged by 11 authors, um, which, as we have started saying every week, uh, is starting to become the standard, um, which is amazing. There are a few new names in here that I don't recognize. Uh, Dee Mazzella, George Hawkins, Digital Maker CIC. Um, so thank you to our new contributors. Uh, we had seven reviewers, and thank you to everybody who's doing reviews. Um, obviously, without reviews, we would not get our PRs merged. We had 20 issues closed by 12 people and seven opened by six people, which means we are net down, which is excellent, um, as we are currently working towards release candidate. Um, less issues is, is an excellent way to be headed. Um, overall, in terms of the core, we're still working diligently towards release candidate. Any testing is appreciated. Uh, please file an issue on the CircuitPython repo if you find any bugs. In terms of the libraries, it's exciting to see so many new contributors and new libraries. The more hardware support that we can provide for CircuitPython, the better, and the libraries are a huge part of that. So thank you to everyone who has been involved with both the core and the libraries. All of your contributions make CircuitPython what it is, and we greatly appreciate everything you do. Um, and with that, I will hand it over to Scott to talk about the core. Sweet. Thank you, Katni. Um, so uh, for the core, we had 11 pull requests merged from five different authors. Uh, I won't read those off. Two reviewers, Dan and myself. Uh, three open pull requests, which is like just about as low as we get nowadays. Um, so that's really good news. Uh, we had 11 closed issues by five people and zero opens by zero people, which nice. is kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, for for uh, 159 uh, open issues currently, uh, we had six active milestones. Um, 4.0, we kind of only pay attention to... Uh, 4.0 and the number uh, that are not assigned. We have two issues for 4.0, and we have one issue that's not been assigned a milestone. So uh, we're getting really close, um, really, really, really close. And we'll talk about that later, uh, about a release candidate. Uh, download stats by board. Um, check the, the notes for full details of that. Um, latest stable is 3.1.2, and our latest unstable is 4.0 beta 7. Um, and we've had 632 uh, downloads on beta 7, just over 12,000 or 12,400-ish 12, on 312. And download stats by language are also in the notes. Um, I won't go into details of that. And uh, yeah, that's it for the core. Thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. All right, next up is the libraries. Uh, on the libraries, we had seven pull requests merged by six authors, uh, two of Two of them are the new names that I read off earlier. We had six reviewers. Thank you to everybody who has been contributing to PRs and, review, uh, and reviews, thank you. Um, we have 28 open pull requests. Um, a few of those are long-term and a bunch of them are definitely new and recent. So uh, if you're interested in contributing, reviewing is a great way to start. Take a look at any one of those open pull requests and see if it's something that you are interested in. Um, 
it can be something as simple as checking for typos uh, or something as complicated as running the entire PR on your board, testing it, uh, and suggesting changes um, if there's anything that you find. So all of that and everything in between is always super helpful. So never feel like you are too new to begin contributing. Um, we had nine issues closed by nine people and seven opened by six people for 106 open issues. All of those are listed in the notes. Um, and that is across every library, um, every CircuitPython library that we have, uh, all those issues are. And then the rest of the library notes are uh, library infrastructure issues. We try to keep a um, standard for our library structures, uh, which makes maintainability much simpler. And so we have a series of checks that uh, verify that we are following that standard. Um, we are currently working on uh, the circuitpython.org libraries page, which has a contributing link on it. Um, and it will host all of this information. So we will be able to um, clear a lot of this out of the notes and have a link directly to a web page where you can go to find out more information about how you can contribute to the CircuitPython libraries. Um, and that is where we are with the libraries. So next up is Hug Reports. Hug Reports is a chance to call people out for doing something good, which is something that doesn't happen enough. So we put some effort into making sure that it happens here every week. Um, basically, if you had you know any situation where someone did something good for you, um, or you appreciated something someone did, uh, or you just think people are doing great, or you just want to give a group hug, um, all those things are absolutely fantastic, and we um, we welcome all of them. I will start, and then we will go in a round robin uh, where I will go down the list. Um, if you are lurking, let us know, and we'll skip over you. Um, if you are mic only, or I mean, I'm sorry, text only, feel free to post your hug reports and status updates into the text chat, and we will still read them off. Um, as well, if you ever can't make the meeting and you would still like to give hug reports or status updates, you can always put them in the notes and we'll read them off uh, as we go. So I will get started. Um, first and foremost, I want to give a giant hug to Sedacious for taking notes for the meeting. Um, that's something that I have been doing uh, both when Scott runs the meeting and while I run the meeting, and it has uh, definitely made it a little more difficult when I'm trying to run the meeting. Um, so thank you so much for that. Um, I want to give a hug report to Maker Melissa for helping sort out display hardware for PyCon, uh, for, to Dan for feedback on an addition I made to a guide, um, and to Summersoft for all of the amazing work on the script for the circuitpython.org libraries page. Um, it's really coming along, and uh, I'm, really, I'm really excited about it. Um, it's going to be... Uh, the place to go for library information. Uh, and that is my hug reports. So next up is Maker Melissa. Uh, Melissa? Melissa is typing. Uh, yes, I can. I can come back to you. Okay. Um, so let's see, lurking. And then uh, next up is SDWNJ. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, so I, I missed the last few meetings. I've been uh, doing some things here and there. Uh, so I started reading uh, about Pi USB. I want to try to understand how to interact. You know, I have two choices of interacting with my or connecting my DMM, the serial and the USB. So I want to be able to uh, support both. So I started reading about Pi USB. It the uh, the tutorial kind of presupposes some knowledge. He, he specifically says I'm not going to go through all the details. I presuppose that you know some things. So I, I ran across things I didn't know. So I started reading up about USB. Also, uh, over a period of time, I I found a uh, a PCB design that I thought would work for uh, sniffing, you know, hooking up to my uh, uh, logic analyzer for 
uh, sniffing USB traffic. And I got that ordered from Osh Park and got the uh, components ordered from DigiKey and put that together. So now I'm playing around with that and trying to figure out how to get some useful information uh, out of it. I haven't gotten any useful information yet, but I've just been, like, I was waiting for the meeting to start. I was playing around, and I, maybe I was not sampling at high enough rate, so I've gotten a little bit... I'm plugging different USB devices here and trying to sniff it, so maybe that's the problem. I thought it was a different problem, but maybe I just wasn't sampling at high enough rate. But if I can get that working, then I'll I'll uh, analyze some things and see you know see see what happens as I as the traffic goes by. Okay. <laughs> USB traffic. Um, do you have hug reports? Because uh, I think you just went through your. Oh, service. sorry, I jumped. No worries. I jumped over. Didn't I? It's okay. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, group hug and uh, to uh, I said kudos to uh, Tech Unboxed who's designed the uh, the PCB that I'm using and Oshpark for for manufacturing it and DigiKey for all the great parts that I uh, picked up to put put it together. Excellent. Thanks. Welcome. All right, we'll hop back to Melissa. Hi. Hello. Um. Okay, so a hug report to you, Katni, for helping me figure out read the docs, and a hug report to Deshipu for jumping on an outstanding PR right away. Excellent. All right, next up is Sedacious. I uh, just got a big group hug for everybody for being awesome, and uh, thanks to Lady Ada for helping me learn how to make testers. It's pretty cool. And also, uh, a couple people have said this, but I think I'll go ahead and say it as well. Thanks to the moderators for being awesome and dealing with troubling people in a polite and uh, concise way. That's it for me. Thank you. All right, next up is Summersoft. Hello. Hello. Uh, so for this week, um, I give a hug to Shibu for all sorts of display help activity this week, uh, both as far as the core code and here on Discord. Um, uh, hugs to um, Melissa for adding a ton of new display drivers. Um, I almost started doing some reviews, but I got tangled up in my own stuff. Um, and then also to Melissa for mentioning uh, regex101.com like, or .org, whichever one it is. A while back, um, this weekend, I was busy doing some regex, regex learning and stuff, and that was uh, very beneficial. Um, a hug to uh, Just Cooper for continuing to work with Katni and I on getting the libraries page ready um, on CircuitPython.org, and then a group hug beyond that. Thanks very much. Next thanks. up is Scott. Hello. Hello. Uh, first and foremost, a thanks to Dan and all of the moderators for being amazingly patient and thoughtful people. Uh, there was an incident over the weekend that they got a really good response to folks too. So. Um, and if you didn't know, we do have a private uh, mods channel that we discuss uh, issues like that. So that's why you're seeing those of us who are privy to it saying thanks to other folks. Um, and then I also wanted to say uh, thank you to Wawa Chief and Deshipu for finding the issue with the GC Never Free. Uh, basically, uh, if you run, if you ran stage a bunch, uh, you would find that it would crash. And I fixed that last week before I was gone this weekend. So uh, thanks to those two for the thorough uh, issue that they filed that made it really easy for me to debug and, and fix the issue. So thank you for that. All right. Thanks very much. Mm -hmm. Next up is Brent. Uh, group hook to all. Uh, continuing towards 4.0. And a hug to Katni for continuing work with Icon. I'm really excited. Excellent, thanks. I'm watching the boards being tested right now. Added bonus. All right, Carter is lurking. So next up is C Grover. Hi there. Uh, group hug to the community and the Circuit Python team. A big thanks though to the folks who have been working on CircuitPython.org, the developers and the contributors there. The download scheme is uh, just a wonderful time saver, and uh, I appreciate that. Thank Excellent. All right. Oop, I forgot to take a time code. All right, next up is Charles. 
a group hug to all those who are working on working on what's going to happen at PyCon. I may or may not be able to make it because of a problem that's popped up, but I hope I can. Thank you. Excellent. All right, next up is Deshupu. Uh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. So... I skipped over Dan. I'm wrong. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, next up is, is Dan. Hi. Uh, I want to thank Scott for um, fixing a bunch of storage issues and debugging them in a, expeditiously over over uh, the last week. And it's looking really good right now where a bunch of people who had problems have retried with the latest build and they're not seeing those problems anymore. And I ran um, some tests, some which also didn't cause it show up anything. Thanks to Nick um, in Australia for, um, he finished up the NRF NVM implementation. So now that has, it's kind of has a complete feature set, which is really good. And thank you, Katni, for continuing to keep PyCon foremost in your mind and doing all kinds of stuff to get ready for it. Thank you very much. You are welcome. All right, now next up is Deshipu. Okay, thank you. So, uh, big, big hugs to uh, Hexdath uh, and uh, Wawa for for uh, picking up the state library, uh, building up the hardware they needed to run it, uh, reading the support code that is needed for every new piece of hardware that you try it with, and they actually made pull requests commits to the to the state library itself. So it's all much easier for for new people. And uh, of course, for testing everything, uh, Wawa actually found that GC uh, bug <coughs> in there, and uh, Hexdat already wrote his own game for it. So it's really great to see see it being used, see it, you know, <coughs> being tested, tested. And uh, thank you for uh, thank you to Dan and to Scott for helping me. Uh, learn how to use GDP. Actually, relearn. I, I I used to use GDP back on the, at the university, but I didn't remember anything from it. So especially for Dan, for for his patience explaining everything to me, that's really helpful. And uh, I hope it will. Uh, I will be able to help uh, with the bugging stuff uh, uh, in the future. Thanks to that. And uh, thank you to Maker Melissa for, for picking up that uh, start uh, <clears throat> display driver and, and pinging me to, to get it uh, tested. And uh, lastly, I, I would like to thank uh, all those people who are not uh, visible, who I don't know the names of because uh, they don't appear like explicitly, but I know they, they must be working very hard in the background for everything to work as smoothly as it does, because normally it doesn't work as smoothly. So there must be a hard work behind it. So thank you. That's it. All right. Excellent. Uh, next up is Jason, who is lurking, but has a hug report, um, which I will read off. Uh, CircuitPython.org is looking great and is very useful. Thanks to everyone working on that. And next up is Jerry. Hi. Um, uh, yes. Uh, hug to Dan for his his uh, handling of the difficult moderator situation over the weekend on Discord. Uh, be done. And uh, and to Brent for the the cool pipe portal hue controller example. Um, and and all the other stuff he's been cranking out for these uh, the Pi Portal and other other uh, Wi-Fi connection examples they've been lots of fun. All right, excellent. Thank you very much. And that is Hug Reports. Next up, we have status updates. Status updates is an opportunity for us to sync up, uh, and it's actually how this whole meeting started. Um, was the CircuitPython core team uh, wanted to take the uh, opportunity to sync up uh, at the beginning of the week. Um, and it morphed into this fantastic uh, meeting that we now have. Um, 
So status updates is a chance to talk about what you did over the past week since the last meeting and talk about what you will be doing in the next week um, until the next meeting. Um, take a couple of minutes, tell us about what you're working on. Uh, it could be something like a project, it could be code, it could be um, whatever it is that you've got going on. We've talked about bathroom remodeling. Um, so just let us know what you've been doing, uh, take a couple minutes, and then we will uh, do the same thing as we did in Hug Reports, where I will start, and we will go through the list in a round robin. Um, and everyone who would like an opportunity to talk will get a chance. Once again, if you are text only, uh, feel free to post your update into the chat um, and we will read it off, or you can put it in the notes and just let us know that it's in the notes. Um, and we will get that read off. So first up uh, is me. Um, so last week I was in Fritzing land. Um, I did two e-ink Fritzing objects and e-ink friend, which is an adapter for free um, freestanding e-ink displays um, to breadboard. Uh, the diagram for that and also the diagram for the airlift light um, and, and airlift uh, metro. Uh, which was a particularly difficult one, um, involved some stuff that I had never done before, so that was uh, a new thing for me. Uh, I continued on updating the e-ink guide, added the wiring diagrams, and updated the code. Um, continued work on the circuitpython.org slash libraries page. Uh, there's just some final tweaks on that, um, tweaking some content, tweaking some headers. Um, each update, I managed to find something else that should be changed. So um, belated hug report to Justin for putting up with um, my uh, continued um, change requests. Uh, very appreciated. Um, and then I continued prep for PyCon over the weekend, um, organized and began packing the equipment for open spaces and sprints. So this week, today is Library Monday. I will be going through um, any kind of library stuff that needs to be done. I know that there's a couple outstanding things with uh, Travis that need to be taken care of, so I'll be doing that. Um, this week, we want to finalize the circuitpython.org slash libraries page and get it live. Uh, I think that is absolutely possible uh, and likely to happen. Um, finish up the e-ink guide. There is a guide that needs to be deprecated, which if I have time, I will get to that. Um, next up is the Metro Airlift guide, um, and uh, I ordered today um, displays for the PyCon sprints um, that Melissa identified would be good to have. Uh, so thank you again for that. Um, and then really what's probably going to take precedence this week is continued PyCon prep. Um, I need to get a PR in for all the Open Spaces code content, um, write up the content for a tutorial that I will be giving, um, finish organizing and packing the Open Spaces and Sprints stuff, get the Quick Start worksheet printed, uh, and start organizing and packing the various other PyCon kit that we have uh, to bring. So there is a lot to do, and I'm sure there's more that I have not put on that list. Um, but that is what I will be doing over the course of this week. Um, so next up is uh, Melissa. Hi. Uh, okay, so last week I did a bunch of Arduino display stuff, which was mostly updating a bunch of the drivers. Um, I set up re the read the docs for a bunch of the display I.O. drivers. Um, I worked on a display I.O. guide and I got a list of displays ready for PyCon. And this week I'll be doing more Arduino display stuff. I'll do some more display I.O. guide work. I'm gonna finish getting, trying to get the um, display I.O. drivers added to the bundle, just waiting on a couple um, things. And then um, do some RA8875CP driver updates. All right, excellent. Um, next up is SDWNJ. I know you already went over your status updates, but you're welcome to go over them again if you would like to. Yeah, you can uh, you can go ahead. Yeah, I think it, it was a timing issue with my sampling rate, so I'm, I'm messing around with that. Okay. Okay. Well, you know we are around uh, if you have any questions, so feel free to ask. 
Um, that means next up is Sedacious. So last week I finished up the CircuitPython driver for the LPS35 uh, pressure sensor thing you do. Um, I got the boards for the Mini3491FS and got them put together and uh, tested that they're at least functional and responding to an I2C scan. Uh, and also Lamore showed me how to make tester PCBs, which is pretty sweet. So I made a couple of those, one for the INA260 and one for the MCP9600. So that's great. Uh, this week, I'm going to be finishing up the Arduino driver for the LPS35. Uh, today, soonish, I'm going to be finishing up a board layout for a super secret, super cool thing that will be coming out. Who knows when, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, and then uh, more driver work for the BD3491 and probably some other stuff, some some more boards. And, you know, there's always something. So. That's, that's it for me. Excellent. Thank you very much. Next up is Summersoft. Hello, hello again. Hello. Um, so last week was an Adabot week. Um, so continued uh, tweaking the script to update um, the information for the libraries page on certainpython.org. Uh, and then I also started to work on a module uh, to interface and simplify um, using GitHub's um, newer version of their API. Um, had a basic structure, and I was in the middle of writing uh, GraphQL syntax checker for it. Um, and then I kind of stumbled actually upon a more mature and better constructed module um, that hadn't shown up in my previous searches. Um, there's a link for it in the notes, uh, but I'll probably uh, start utilizing that um, even though the allure of writing a new module is uh, quite strong. <laughs> and uh, so for this week, um, hopefully we'll get the final finalized version of um, the library's updater script for Adabot. Uh, little work on implementing and then hopefully some work to implementing um, GraphQL and uh, for the GitHub requests. And I didn't put it in the notes, but uh, because it's been there for two weeks and I haven't touched it, um, it's actually on my desk right now. But uh, continue working on the PDMN support on NRF. So. All right. And that's it. Thanks. Next up is Scott. Hello. Hello. Um, I was gone all weekend, so my brain's a little, little fried on terms of what I did last week. I've, I've purged that information from my brain, but I went back and looked at my commits. And I fixed an issue with GC Never Free, which was what um, Deshipu and Wawa were finding. Basically, um, we when you use a spy bus object uh, in a four wire for a display, uh, we need to make sure that the bus objects, uh, the spy object, stays around. And we were doing that incorrectly, so it was getting freed out from under four wire and crashing when it got overwritten, which is always fun. Uh, so I fixed that. I fixed the read the docs PDF build for CircuitPython, which was actually like, I think it's been months that the like the read the docs badge has been showing that we've been failing. And that's because uh, the PDF build was failing, um, which was largely due to including images from GitHub. But if we tried to build it from read the docs, they weren't image. They weren't served as images They were served as HTML, which was breaking it. So. Uh, you can go see that I reworked that a little bit, um, which reminds me, I did rework the README as well. I don't know if folks saw that, but the README for CircuitPython has been updated. Uh, major things I did is I I ripped out the um, I ripped out the list of all the boards that was kind of awkward, in my opinion, awkwardly separated between Adafruit and non-Adafruit. Um, we have a much better option for that stuff now anyway with the downloads page on circuitpython.org. So I basically ripped it out and just put a link to that. Um, and then I fixed the the PDF build when I was in there as well. Um, I fixed it off by one error on the on-disk bitmap code, which I forgot to... I, I meant to hug report the person who filed the issue. I think it might have been... No, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, really uh, very helpful, very easy to fix issue. Um, so thanks to them whomever that was, uh, basically you got a black line at the top of an odd disk bitmap um, because we were off by one. 
and then I also fixed an issue with the board.i squared C where the bus wasn't reset after REPL. This was really interesting. Um, basically, we had like five or six method calls that we would do after the VM was done, but we were doing it differently after the REPL from after, after we were in a code.py, which was bad to say the least. So I fixed that as well. Um, so that was my last week. Uh, and this week, uh, ha I got PyCon prep to do. So I'm presenting to core devs at the language summit on Wednesday. So a week from Wednesday, I'll be doing that. And then, um, I, because a lot of, uh, key Python people will be all be getting together. I want to reach out to a number of, uh, Python podcasters in particular and, and, uh, try to arrange times to, to chat with them and, uh, hopefully get uh, more info out to the Python community through their podcasts as well. Um, so I'm going to do that probably not today because that will involve Twitter and I haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, so no spoilers. Uh, if I go on Twitter today, I'm likely to get it spoiled, which is no fun. Um, <laughs> but I'm behind on email, so that's what I'm doing today. Uh, we'll, I want to talk about release candidate in the weeds uh, in just a little bit. So uh, think about whether you think we're ready or not, and we'll talk about that in a bit. And then lastly, um, as a kind of uh, more fun portion for myself, uh, I'm going to work on the gamer slash Game Boy um, uh, work. So more trying to get Celeste to show up on the Game Boy, I think is my next thing. And uh, getting some Game Boys prepped to go with me to uh, Cleveland so we can hack on um, hack on it with a bunch of folks there as well. Yeah, that's it for me. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Next up is Brent. Hello. Last week I published the uh, PyPortal Philips Hue library and tutorial. Glad Jerry's using it. I think it's pretty neat. Um, I started integrating airlift support into our Adafruit.io libraries. The Python library was built with it in mind, so it's already in there. Um, I added it to our MQTT Arduino library, and then the core Adafruit.io Arduino library is on hold. Arduino does weird header file includes, like totally out of order and I'm blocking on it, and maybe I'll get unblocked later this week. And this week, I'm working with John Park on some PyPortal code for the guide he's writing, and possibly a particle guide if I don't unblock on the Arduino work in time. All right. Thank you. Carter is lurking. So next up is C. Grover. Well, let's say I wrapped up the testing for my range slicer prototype hardware and, and the code. Sent it off for uh, a PCB and my first solder paste stencil. We'll see how that works out. Kind of excited. Nice. Um, the DigiKey order arrives. Of course, the DigiKey order arrives today with the components I need for that, but the boards won't be here for another week. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to stare at that and just, you know, kind of vibrate a little bit. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with the uh, SSD 1306 displays. Now that I finally figured out how to make Framebuck to work, it was more you know, a problem in my way of thinking, but I'm developing a, a library of XY plotting helpers for that. And uh, hopefully it'll be compatible with what's in uh, display IO. And I just posted the Lissajuice curves test uh, that I did over the top of the range slicer code in the display. It was kind of fun. Um, I put together a couple of 12-bit DACs that ran off of Stemma a while ago. And it's all on a prototype board, but um, so I designed a PCB for that. And then I'm also going to design one that uses 16-bit DACs. I found a nice dual 16-bit DAC and uh, want to write a driver around that and take my uh, take my first shot at writing a, a CircuitPython compatible driver. All right. So we'll see how that works out. But I'll tell you, um, uh, working with CircuitPython is kind of a... What's a good way to put that? It's an obsession, maybe, uh, occasionally, especially with the Pi Portal. So I had a guy install the uh, uh, Nest thermostat this morning and was doing some maintenance work on the HVAC system here. And while he was installing the Nest thermostat, of course, the first thing I did was went to their site and looked at the API for it. So there will be a Pi Portal with the Nest thermostat uh, 
API incorporated looking at the JSON stuff so that I, my weather station can also show what the weather is in the house when I'm out in the workshop. All right. So I'll tell you that it's just part of the obsession. All right. Well, excellent. If you have any questions, once you get started with our driver, you know where to find us. I know where you live. <laughs> right. Circuit Python. All right. Uh, next up is Charles. Well, I'm still working on my 61 key keyboard. Uh, I've got it sort of working, uh, but I'm, tr I'm trying to pull the interrupt so I don't don't have to pull down the uh, the um, data registers unless something has changed. But it it's still a little flaky because I think I think uh, I'm having an issue with the init initialization. So I'll try to to put up some kind of an issue uh, so that I can get a little help. Thank okay. you. All right, excellent. Next up is Dan. Hi. So in the past week, we've had a bunch of PRs. I'm, I'm not sure I only had one or so, but there have been a lot of fixes and we're really uh, getting set for getting heading toward the release candidate of CircuitPython. I ran um, on Friday or Saturday, I ran uh, a program on the Pi portal and kept writing a file every 15 seconds or so to see if I could make the file system break and I couldn't, which is really good. Um, still trying to work on, we having a problem with UF2 bootloader that um, when uh, various utility programs make smart disk status requests, the smart is the thing that's built into modern disk drives that says what, like how, how the drive is doing and how many errors it's getting and so forth. And we don't support that, but we should not supported in a way that doesn't break the utility programs. The utility programs need to hang up based on what we're returning. Uh, I'm working on a fix for BLEUART, which seems to be just a library fix, I hope. And so I'll just, and we have um, the top secret Metro NRF 52840. I have a sample of that. I'm going to work on a board def definition for that, which should be quite easy. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dan. Next up is Tashipu. Okay, so uh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm working on a on a new board uh, for with with Circuit Python that is going to have a uh, monochrome OLED uh, built in on it, the SSD sixty zero six. So uh, I'm also submitted that to the Hackaday Prize uh, as a project. So hopefully we, I, I can uh, hack on it uh, uh, to get to get Circuit Python the display I/O to, to support uh, the monochrome uh, displays as well. We will see how that goes. And uh, this week uh, it was mostly uh, work with uh, Hexdat and uh, Wawa. On, on the uh, state library and uh, all the, all the uh, stuff they submitted. That's it. All right. Excellent. Next up is Jerry. Hi. Uh, yeah, most of this week went into deploying the, uh, the Waving Man deer deployment device. They just put up a little, a very brief movie. Um, been a lot of fun. And uh, the, uh, Guy whose garden is trying to protect seems to seems to be quite happy with it. We'll see. The deer uh, are impressed as well. But uh, the main thing was adding uh, an interface to Adafruit.io so it can be remotely controlled and monitored and uh, triggered to when the deer arrive. Um, and then, um, yeah, it's been some time testing out the. Uh, um, Pi portal view controller that uh, that Brent put out there. It's a lot, a lot of fun, and there's a lot more to learn for me about you know the various controls that are available through the API, and and uh, but it, it makes it a lot easier to use them. And uh, then a lot of non non circuit Python stuff. I've got a bunch of Raspberry Pis that were needing of updating, so I've been doing a lot of updating and rebuilding. Some of them from scratch. So I'm getting really good at at bringing up a new Pi uh, and getting Blinka installed on it. 
you know, it's, it actually only takes a few minutes now from start to finish. It's really pretty cool. Nice. And, um, and then uh, this week and next week, I'm actually going to be uh, a, lot, a lot of grandpa time. So I uh, won't, won't be doing too much. I'll uh, be lurking here and there, but uh, having lots of fun with grandkids. All right. That sounds amazing. Excellent. And that is status updates. So next up, we have In the Weeds. Um, this is an opportunity for more long-form discussion. Um, if you have any questions or topics you would like to discuss, please post them in the CircuitPython text chat as we are discussing the two that we already have um, so that we're not waiting around. And if nothing else gets posted, um, then we will discuss these two and we will be set to go. So uh, first up, I will hand it off to Scott. Hello. Hello. Um, so I alluded to this earlier, but um, we had our internal meeting right before this meeting, and Dan was talking about what he needed to do for, for 4.0, and the answer, well, he said, I don't think there's anything I need to do for 4.0, and uh, I feel the same way. So uh, does anybody have issues with us doing a release candidate either later today or tomorrow? I think it sounds like a great idea. I'm all for it. Sounds good to me. So I, I would like to just uh, make a short pull request to update the uh, state library, the Python uh, part okay. of it. Just, but but otherwise, I, I, I'm good. Cool. Yeah, and remember, we can always do a 401, right? Like, just because we're doing a, a stable release of the 401 branch doesn't mean that we can't just release more stuff later uh, as we find it. I, I think we should start the 401 pool as soon as the oh, releases. The 401 pool to see how right. long it takes us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it'll have to be really bad for me to do it during PyCon. How how long how long is it going to take before somebody finds something that sort of needs needs to needs a little help? I feel like if it was urgent, I I'm pretty confident there's nothing urgent we're going to hit, but you never know. Good luck. And there's always going to be something, so we need to right. just we need to make a decision. And I think that doing a release candidate is an excellent decision. All right, sweet. You can always do more than one release candidate. So yep, yeah. Although I'd love it if this is the only one. But, you that know. would be amazing. Sure, George. Good luck. I'm, I'm an optimist. Yeah. <laughs> and I also really want to have it out by uh, PyCon next week. All right. Cool. I'll uh, I'll do that today or tomorrow. Everybody. Okay. Excellent. Um, next up, I will hand it off to SummerSoft. All right. So I'm honestly really not for Scott, but I. Your I'm audio sure is that. super choppy. Yeah, I'm getting choppy. Um, I'll go ahead and read it off. Um, so for circuitpython.org, uh, this question is for you, Scott. Um, is, is the desired auto-update method for Adabot PRs from the Adabot fork or commits directly to master? Uh, oh, there we go. I just went green again. Should I wait for people to pop back in? I'm better. Yeah, you sound better too. Uh, internet, internet weather, I guess. Um, I think it's okay to directly, directly commit to master. I did the PR approach um, for releases just because that's kind of a big deal. Right. Um, but I think for like the library page or whatever, it's fine to commit directly. Okay. I just I wasn't sure, and I didn't, you know. I didn't want to just, I almost wrote it both ways, but then I, I, the only thing I had to go off of was how you had previously done the, um, the yeah, the version JSON file with, you know, a PR from Adabot's fork of the repo. So, right. Uh, the, one thing I would say is just check with Justin because if you're auto updating pretty frequently, it's going to be kind of a pain in terms of just merging manually. 
um, like just working within that repo if it's always changing. Um, so just double check with him that that's okay. Right. So the plan for now is just once a week. Um, okay. I don't think it'll need to be done any quicker than that. I mean, I guess you could. We did have um, to generate, like, the uh, to have the page generate um, download links for the releases for the bundle. Mm -hmm. um, I told Justin, I said, honestly, it's better just to do the API in JavaScript. That way, we don't have to rely on Adabot to update it every day and check in if it's there or whatnot. So right. that part's already built in. So everything else is cool. just updated once a week. But all right. I just I wasn't sure, like I said, wasn't sure if there was a plan. No, I mean like you and Katney and Justin have been doing a great job to the degree that I've been ignoring it. <laughs> okay. So you y'all are doing good. Keep doing good and it's and let me know if you ever need my help on it. All righty. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, so with that, uh, I don't see any other in the weeds topics. So I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. Um, this has been the CircuitPython Weekly for April 22nd, 2019. Um, this video uh, will be posted to YouTube um, and also the audio will be posted to, um, to podcasts. Uh, so there's plenty of ways to check out uh, this meeting at a later date. Um, there are notes of the meeting, so you will be able to uh, scan through. They have timestamps. So if you are more interested in reading it than you are uh, watching it, or you just want to see a particular part of it, scan through the notes, find where you need to go, um, and scrub to your time. Uh, and with that, I want to thank everybody for... Um, joining us and all of our amazing community members and CircuitPython participants. Um, you make CircuitPython what it is, and we greatly appreciate you. So thank you very much, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks, everybody. Have a, have a good week, and uh, hopefully I'll see you at PyCon. Bye.